Hey, how's it going, everybody? I am Nate with the History Interview Podcast, and I'm joined by my co-host, Patrick. How's it going, guys? And uh, today we'll be talking about the one uh, figure as uh, part of my final project for my world history class. So yeah, Nate, uh, about the Luan figure, tell me more about it. What is that exactly? So the Luan figure is a figurine found in the Buddhist religion. It essentially stems from the name of a monk who is seen as a guardian of, the, of Buddhism and the Buddhist religion. How oh, interesting. So tell me more about it, Nate. What was the purpose for the, of that figure? Why did people build that figure, basically? So the figure is basically seen, like I said before, as like protection of the Buddhist religion. And, uh, you know, normally it is found in groups of other Wuhan figures together, found in uh, monasteries or temples uh, for the Buddhists. Um, you know, they're found in groups and they evolved a lot throughout the years. They, their significance really is like attached to the religion as a whole. Mm-hmm. It's seen as protection. It's seen in those groups. Um, and along with that, it had kind of um, kind of evolved throughout its meaning too. Like it shows that protection, but then in later years, it has come to show like a relationship between like the master and the pupil, like as in terms of like you know people in the Buddhist religion, kind of like the separation between like disciple and Buddha. Okay, cool. So you mentioned that these figures are commonly found in place, uh, at places in groups. Is there any particular reason for that? So I believe the purpose behind that is to resemble the Buddha's disciples. He would have groups of 16 to 20 or more of them at a time. Huh. And their technical name, um, away from the statues, the Arhats, I think that's how you pronounce the name. And they essentially would record his sayings and document things and obviously follow his teaching. Um... And on top of that, I believe they're grouped, like I said, they resemble them and how they would um, follow the Buddha. Okay, interesting. So overall, like, for these arhats, is there any uh, any record on when the first one was made? And actually here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw a little curveball at you. Do you have any idea what that thing is made out of? Is it, is it wood? Is it porcelain? What is it? All right, well, I'm not sure the exact date of the very first one, but I know that they were very popular or well-known in the years 1400 to 1600 and essentially the figure was made out of glazed stoneware and other ceramics they're another very um very pronounced pieces of art and imagery they're very beautifully crafted cool cool all right yeah so is there like where can this figure be found was it like more like in the uh asian continent i guess because it's a buddhist uh, it seems like it's like a Buddhist figure, or where can, where can that be found? No, the ones I have um, done research on have been found in China. Okay. Found in the um, Buddhist pantheon over there and in the monasteries. Oh, okay. Interesting. So, I know in the Buddhist religion they have these uh, figures of Buddha as well. And uh, is there like any similarities between the uh, figures of Buddhas, uh, like Buddhas and the Luohan figures, or the two completely different ones? See, I feel like they would be two completely things, but kind of similar. I mean, they both staple that significance and imagery of the Buddhist religion. Okay. I think you see the Buddha more as like, you know, the leader, like the one we're following, the one who's showing us the path of enlightenment, whereas Luohans are more protectors of the religion. You know, they were his disciples, they were his followers, 
I think it kind of like they kind of go hand in hand while being their own distinct items. Okay. So do you think you don't really necessarily think there's like a hierarchy between the Buddhist figure and the Luan figure? Um, I I think there may be a slight one. I still think that um, it's that pupil and master relationship that okay. it eventually evolved to with different imagery of the Luohans. Gotcha. Um, obviously, I still think the Buddha is number one overall, and his followers, while still important, are still slightly under him, I guess, if you want to look at it in the hierarchy. Okay, gotcha. So, in the end of the day, like, what was their, uh, the, the significance of these Luohan figures? How did... Well, how how did they act and like basically um, what was their purpose for a lot of people again I think their purpose just really showed um, you know showed how strong the religion was it showed the significance of the followers and uh, I think like this like many other things we talked about this semester just religion as a whole is very significant to people you yeah. can see all across the world and, and even um even religions migrating to other areas, they all have common themes of beliefs and imagery, almost ideas of higher powers they worship. And I think that's kind of what this was to the Buddhist religion. Okay, cool. All right, so I'm going to flip the script here a little bit. So uh, for Patrick, um, now that you have this information, you have a better idea of the Luohans, their backgrounds, their significance... Just now that you have a clearer image, tell me your overall thoughts about them. Maybe, like, did they change your expectations? What have you learned? Anything you can compare them to? Okay, so, um, well, first of all, the Luohan figures, I had no idea coming into this, what they were. That's actually one of the first times I actually heard about these things. So, definitely learned a lot. So, props to you, like, giving me a very throughout, like, information on that, um, on these Luohan figures. But I would say overall, like, Luan figures, like, after you kind of explained to me what those things are, they really remind me of um, the crosses in the Christian religion. Like, you see a lot of people wearing, like, the the crosses of uh, Jesus Christ or basically, like, the Christian religion as their accessories or they have them hung out or basically placed throughout their houses as, um, uh, what is it, like, a, a thing to protect them. And also gives them a little bit of safety, I would say. And I would say these Luan figures, they kind of remind me of that. They're, as you said, they're like the followers of the the Buddhas. And those, I would say those actually have like a, a purpose. And probably also like you feel like protected by those Luan figures. So it kind of reminds me of that. That's cool. Yeah, definitely. I uh, I feel like I learned a lot about them myself, you know. Um, see, for our first glance, they kind of like, they just look like any... I don't want to say they look like any religious figurine or imagery, but, yeah. you know, there's a lot of things similar to it, I feel. But now that once you get a deeper understanding about it, I think that's interesting, like, what they stand for. You know, you know, marrying the disciples of Buddha, mm-hmm. almost overlooking the religion. You know, it's just very cool to see that, that they run a lot deeper than just being, like, you know, like a decoration. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, in the first, like, if you're just looking for in the beginning, you might just think, like, there might be this... Uh, a decoration we picked up from a fish store, but actually, like, I think about it, they have uh, a lot deeper meaning behind that. Yeah, too, and I just think the artistry of them, like, they're so beautifully crafted, just the attention to detail, and, like, like the, um, what they're made out of, like, stoneware, like, that's just a beautiful thing to make art out of. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, like, it's so, like, uh, 
like any record like do you know anybody around here who has any of these Luan figures or is it like more like definitely more an Asian thing that a lot of not a lot of people follow over here I would I would say that it's more of an Asian thing um, I wouldn't say that there is none in the US or even in the Erie area I think it's going to be a little less uncommon yeah I mean I'm sure somewhere out there like you've seen how I don't know like the Buddha's kind of a religious figure but I don't know the culture being what it is it kind of turned into I don't want to say like a pop culture icon but it's definitely more wide known and accessible and you see like the Buddha necklaces and things like that see them on t-shirt brands oh yeah so I'm sure at some point even the Wuhan figures have probably faced that or have been part of the media some way yeah alright yeah that might be an interesting thing maybe like there's a possibility where it kind of like you know I have like a little case study where I ask around people what they have like if they know what a Luan figure is and if they have like ever seen something like that something like that before in their surroundings it would be an interesting thing to find out yeah for sure alright so now looking back on this podcast now what is your favorite part about the Luan figure or its history or its significance what's what's doing it for you um I was just the interesting part is just like that um, the Luan figures are based off the followers of the Buddha. So they're basically not like the main figurine of the uh, the Buddhist religion. I thought it was very interesting that they also you know, looked up to their to his followers and disciples and not just the the main character basically of Buddhism. That probably stood out yeah. to me the most. How about you? What stood out the most for you? Uh, for me, I think it, it, for me, my favorite part is how deeply it's rooted in its religion. Yeah, I like everything that it stands for and it shows. Um, I think that that really helps back up the meaning of the Buddhist religion. I think it gives you gives you another face to put to the religion. I think it gives people a better understanding of the religion and what they're going for. Mm-hmm. So that would be my favorite part. Um, you know, overall, I think the item as a whole is very interesting. I uh, coming into this definitely never thought it would have been as interesting as it is. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you know, you just you guys, like I said before, you see a lot of figures throughout religion and even just in history. And I think it just they just you kind of see them as a common thing, but I think now that once you get to dive deeper and kind of understand where an object's from, what its significance is, even what it's made out of, really gives you like a placeholder of history at that time. Oh yeah, they kind of like just explains uh like once you like dig deeper into the into the object just like learn so much more about just the thing itself and like everything what that basically what that thing means yeah to a to a religion or something like that it's just yeah i can learn so much from from it yeah yeah i agree well this has been a great episode of the history interview podcast once again i'm your host nate with my co-host patrick this has been a delight to talk about the Luan figures. I think, and I hope that you guys would have found something interesting from this today. Um, I know I did. And uh, yeah, we'll be looking to hear back from you guys next time. Thanks, guys. See you guys.